Gun line, gun line, gun line. Fire mission coming down. I'd like to welcome y'all over here onto the on the gun line podcast where we shoot the shit like we did out in the field. You're on the gun line now. So pop a squat with me. So check it, man. Uh, today, here to shoot the shit with us, I have a brother who I served with in Fort Carson. He was an old fuck when I met him, which means he was an old fuck when he joined the army. And yet, he still had the fucking balls to jump out of a goddamn perfectly good airplane. And that's while serving with the 173rd fucking Airborne Brigade. Um, after that, uh, I, he kind of went MIA for a while. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely tap into that, see where the fuck he went out into. But without further ado, man, ah, uh, shit, no further delays. Mr. Elbows out, pinkies up, thumbs up. Mr. Khalifa's himself, David Leon. What's up, brother? How you been? Pinkies out, thumbs out, nigga. What's up? <laughs> What's up, bro? Not much, man. You remember when I met you, man? We were fucking at my house, someone's house, and we was doing beer pong. Pinkies out, thumbs out, bullshit coming from L.A. and stuff. Fucking hey, yeah, dude. I think we were at uh, a Scabbit's house. I think it was a party. Yeah. There. Man, we, man, we had a lot of parties everywhere, dude. A lot of, lot of beer pong parties, a lot of Saturday football, Sunday football parties, man. Like... Remember DJ Medley used to come and rock his fucking DJ yeah, equipment and shit. Fucking uh, Medley, dude. That motherfucker's out in Hawaii right now, I think. That's what I heard, man. That's what I heard, dude. I hope he's doing good. I hope he's still fucking DJing. Hey, if you're listening to that motherfucker, hey, remember, we gave you your first kick, bro. You used to DJ at our beer pong parties, huh? There you go. <laughs> hey, what's up, Goose? <laughs> check it out. For those that don't know who you are, man, let's let them know who you are. Who is David Leon? What, what, oh, tell man. me a little bit about your background, man. Yeah, I will, man. You know, hey, David Leon from California, you know, fucking the Bay Area, um, moved out here to Patterson to the Central Valley where it's agricultural farm, low grand. I can't keep up with the rack pat in the Bay. House is too expensive. Fucking hey. But, uh, you know, hey, me, I've uh, been an electrician for 20 years, running work now, you know, the supervisor, superintendent actually now. Um, so if y'all need a job when you come back, hit me up when you get out. You were an but, electrician uh, hey, before the Army or what? What's up? No, 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 no. I was an electrician before, yeah, before the army, man. So you know, I, I was an old fucker, like you said, man, when I joined, dude. I was uh I was 32 years old when I was joined. I was married, had three kids, man. My daughter was eleven months old. Uh my son was two and my son was four, man. So anybody wants to talk shit about knows what sacrifice is, I know what a sacrifice is, like a lot of us do. Fucking you know what I mean? Hey, wait, um, so why'd you join the army then so late? Man, so you know, man, like a lot of people life, some want to serve, you know, support the country. You know, I needed a way to run away from dope, dude. You know, a lot of people don't know. If you know, I, I kept it a secret. I didn't keep it a secret, but I only shared with a few people why I really joined. You know right. what I'm saying? Yep. So, man, for, uh, you don't know, I'm a drug addict. Always the day I fucking die, right? Addictive right. personality, they call it. So I was hooked on the fucking pipe. Um, seven years I was hooked on the pipe, dude. Oh, was shit. married, fucking, uh, his wife finally kicked me out, fucking was homeless on the, in the streets, fucking living in a fucking crack house, still getting high, not really fucking doing something with myself. But I would go still see my kids. She let me see my kids. Right. Um, dude, and then one day, man, me and my son, he was four, we're sitting on the couch, and one of those old, you know, be all you can be, Army Strong commercials came on. Yeah. And uh, so he was like, Dad, you know, I'm, he's four years old. Dad, I want to be an Army guy. And I, dude, whatever it happened, man, click, bro. And I said, okay, you want to be an army guy? Well, fuck, man. I said, you know what? Let me go check it out, see what it's about, dude. Yeah. So I went to the recruiter station, 32 years old, went to the recruiter station, you know, and they were like, well, you need to have a waiver. We need to talk to your wife. You know, we need to yeah. make sure it's okay. So, dude, I, I brought the wife. You know, we both talked about. Dude, I don't know what just happened, but you just froze up on me. So I'll just keep on talking till you come back, hopefully. For those on the YouTube, y'all seen him. Uh, he's kind of frozen in a way that I can't do it. I'm just going to go ahead and pause. Man, hey, fool, hold on, hold on. Uh, you, were, you were fucking uh, paused for about a good 10 seconds. The, the last thing we heard was you and the wife talk to the recruiter. So me and the wife had to talk to the recruiter for me to even get in. She had to sign a waiver, right? So to all you motherfuckers who think I abandoned my kids and I abandoned my family, that's not how it works in the army, dude. I She had to give permission for me to fucking go. Mm -hmm. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? So, you know, it was something that we talked about. We were 
our our marriage was fucking on the on the skirts, so it was a way for us to try to get to Fort Carson because our parents for, live over there. Oh, okay. and work on us, right? So right. that's why we agreed to go. She said, "Okay, we'll fucking we'll go. We'll sign the paperwork." I had to sign. She had to sign, dude. I must have had to sign about fifty fucking waivers, dude. You know, <laughs> one for fucking uh, not leaving my family. Uh, you know, financially stressed and because I mean, you know. Dude, once you leave, man, she got one income, and you know what it is being an E1. 32 years old being an E1 at that time was like 600 bucks a, m- a month, I think. Yeah, you dude, know? and with, with so that, we, though, we what signed. year did you come in? Uh, 2006. Like, end of 2006, beginning of two, yeah. So it was a middle, what about June? June or July of 2006, I came in. So I think my actual fucking E, or my actual entrance date is August 1st, 2006. God damn. So 32 years old, you know, I remember, man, having to go to fucking uh, MEPS where they met you and say the hotel for the day you had to leave. And my family was with me. My kids are crying. I'm fucking crying. You know, not knowing. And it's like a 32-year-old kid again, bro. You know what I'm saying? Not knowing what the hell I'm going to do. Going off to fucking basic training, Fort Seal, Oklahoma. Um, You know, fucking from there, you know, did AIT, you know, shit like that. Then airborne school. You know, but that's how I got into the fucking military, man. You know, well, 32 years old. Since you brought up the airborne thing, what the fuck made you decide you wanted to go jump out of airplanes, man? <laughs> All right, so check this shit out, bro. So fucking, um, when I went to MEPS, right, they're talking to you about what, because I took an ASVAB test, dude. It's been 20-some years before I did any kind of schooling, bro, right? So I, obviously, 13 Bravo, man, I scored the lowest fucking ASVAB I could score, just enough to get in, okay? So my GT score was like a 96, bro. Like, I was a dummy of fucking dummies, dude. Right. You know? <laughs> so, so I'm sitting there at MEPS, dude, right? They said, okay, I said, I wanted to go in, and I wanted to be a hel- uh, helicopter mechanic. I okay. work on, on birds and shit. That's what I wanted to do. So they said, ah, man, they said, you're too stupid, dude. You can't. You're, you're only, <laughs> we only got these jobs open for you. Right? One was fucking a cook. <laughs> one was 11 Bravo and one was 13 Bravo. Right. right? And I said, okay, I got it. So I'm looking, right? And, and they, they show me the video. They said, oh, this is infantry, this is artillery. I didn't see no videos at MEPS. What got me, how I picked 13 Bravo, dog, 13 was my lucky number. That's how I picked fucking artillery. Right? <laughs> so then they said, okay, hey, for an extra fucking $3,000, we'll give you an a, a airborne bonus. Okay, well, what's airborne? I said, you know, I said, what was the thing on there? Um, 13 Bravo Field Artillery can- Cannon Crew Member, right? right? And I thought that meant I was going to be fucking shooting something out of a fucking Chinook or something. I didn't know any <laughs> fucking different, right? <laughs> so they said, okay, hey, you you want airborne? We'll give you a $3,000 bonus. You got to go jump out of airplanes. I'm afraid of heights. I, <laughs> I'm petrified of fucking heights, dude. This ain't no fucking joke, dude. I'm petrified of fucking heights, man. Yeah. So... You know, I said, okay, fuck it, man. We'll give it a shot, dude. That's how, that's how I got to uh, fucking pressure. So on my way out to fucking Fort Benning, I'm sitting there, and I see that 250-foot fucking tower, dude, right? And I'm thinking, right. what the fuck did I get myself into, bro? You know? Dude, so right. That's how I became fucking uh, airborne, dude. So wow. during AIT, though, man, I get back to the wife and shit, man. You know, we are working things out. And in AIT, they gave me my fu- – because I had airborne in my packet, and I was going to air- Fort Benning after AIT. Found out I got orders to go to fucking Germany, not fucking Fort Carson, Hard Colorado. Because you know how you pick your fucking three wish list, CONUS and no CONUS? Yep. Right? So fucking, yep. hey, there goes fucking Fort Carson. And I told her, babe, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, Germany. She goes, yeah, I ain't going to Germany with you and we're done. That's it. No. Dude, what, you, you're 32, you're going through a bad up relationship and you're in AIT. You can't leave. And you got some woman telling you fucking, yeah, we're done. No more. And, dude, that broke me, bro. That fucking broke me, man. Like, mentally, it broke me, dude. Yeah. Because I'm grasping onto something that I knew that wasn't going to last. I just had a hope by a thread, dude. And she right. just snipped that fucking thread, which is okay, though, because I wouldn't be where I'm at now with my little girl, my family. And I'll get into that in a bit, man. Right, right. You know? So, off the fucking airborne. And, dude, so, man, my kids, man, that's the hardest thing, man, because after leaving at 32 from my kids being so little, and they're my life and still this day of their life, they're my life. Dude, I had to fucking scab up my emotions. You know right. what I mean? Like emotionally, I had to scab up my emotions. You did too, I'm assuming, when you deploy and it's just fucking something you, you have to deal with inside. Exactly. And natural that we so Yeah, dude. 
and you know the fucked up part is i'm still scabbed up to a point and i'm trying to scrap that you know scratch that bitch off you know what i mean because right. i'm not living that life like that anymore but it's hard because it's embedded in us right it's embedded in us man so you know i fucking uh come back from so i see my kids um what do they call that fucking christmas block leave you know right. in ait no one told me no one told me shit about save your leave days. I'm thinking I got all these free leave days, man. You know, uh, so I go to leave on fucking Christmas. I was AIT. That's two weeks, right? Come back, go to airborne school, take another fucking week leave to go see my kids. And now I'm in the whole three fucking weeks, dude. I get to my unit. I'm negative. <laughs> no one told me this shit, bro. Right. And I'm right. telling my sergeant, tell me, dude, you know how long it's going to take you to get out of the negative? So I learned real quick to make make friends with S3 cats who had the fucking sign book and hey, here's my paperwork, bro. You know, cost exactly. me a hundred bucks a year. You know, you know how we do it, oh, dude. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So I mean, it took. It, I didn't see my kids, man. The last time I saw my kids at that time was I left in 2007 Airborne School, and I had a report at the end of February of 07 to Germany. And yeah. I didn't see my kids again till fucking when I came back from my deployment. So uh, let me see, August, September, September, two thousand nine. Holy! I didn't see my kids again. So, so you when went, everybody came back from deployments and, and everyone reintegrated and shit, and everyone had welcome home families, dude. I didn't have a cardboard up saying welcome home. I didn't yeah. have my kids there. So I went. That home was to in a Germany, home. right? At Germany. Yeah. What you so know? I went home. Germany. I was with the fourth of three nineteenth. Field Artillery Regiment, they call it, out of fucking uh, Bamberg, Germany. They were the old DBAT from 503rd, but because they disbanded in Italy, they rebanded in Germany to open up the brigade even bigger for okay. this fight on uh, with Afghanistan and and uh, against Afghanistan and Iraq. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, yeah, dude. So everyone has their family there, and hey, it's just me, me and a couple single soldiers. So. What's the, what's the first thing we did? We got our boxes, put our civilian clothes on, went downtown and fucking started drinking, dude. Yeah. Germany. And we just started getting fucked up. Thinking that, you know, I was like an 18-year-old kid, man. Like, yeah. all, everyone I hung out with were 18, 19, <laughs> 21. I'm the old dude. So right. I'm trying to fit in and shit, you know. And, you know, out there with fucking women out there galore and, and going to see and just drinking. And, dude, it was fucking crazy, you know. Yeah. It was hard, but it was crazy. So I didn't get to see my kids again until... Uh, well, I take that back. I saw my kids on block leave during that 16-month stunt I did over there. You so know, you did the two 16 months in, um, 16 in, months. Where, in Iraq or Afghanistan? Afghanistan. Afghanistan. Oh, shit. We went to Afghanistan. So, you know, you know you're there a long time when you see two fucking holidays pass by you. Yeah, fucking for you know real. What I mean? you, you do, man. It's like, what do you do? You got two summers passing by you. Right. It's fucking crazy, man. Two summers is hot. You're sweating your balls. You're fucking cold. You're sweating your balls, dude. Well, what do you do? What you can know? he do? Yeah. So, what can he do? This is what we decided. Hell yeah. Oh, hang on. I got uh, back up my wife. Cool. So but, while you, know, you were in Afghanistan, did you get to fire artillery rounds? Or were you doing a different I mission? I did. Well, okay. So my first deployment really wasn't much of a um, support mission. It was more of a glorified fucking... Uh, what do they call that shit when you do a fucking shit for some big brass that come? You know what oh, I'm talking like about? Oh, dog and pony uh, show? Dog and pony show, bro. That's out of my shit was for a dog and pony show, man. You know, we did get attacked. And one time we got attacked from this cave, so we got to direct fire this fucker, dude. And I have a picture I'm about to give to you. And you might even see it. I've seen it on the internet. It's been floating around the internet. It's a gun line. It has 20-foot fucking flames coming out the fucking muzzle. Oh, right? Shit. And then fucking part of the HESCO, dude. No, I shit you not, bro. I'm not lying. And I'm the, I'm the AG on the fucking 198, dude. So you see a motherfucker down like this on his fucking... That's me, you know? But it's <laughs> 20 foot fucking flames blowing out the fucking side, you know, torch the HESCOs, and there was a cave that we were getting shot at, man. We never got shot at it again, man. <laughs> so you were firing the 198 out there then? I was firing... The, yeah, 198. What, what, okay, yes. So we had to change missions during training because... The 173rd is a light artillery brigade. You know, okay. they throw the motherfuckers outside the airplane, you jump right out after it, you set up a fucking shop and you shoot your mission, right? Right. So we all train on 105s. But then all of a sudden they said, we got to train on 198s. We're, we got a month in Grafenbeer to train on 198s, and that place sucks ass, bro. <laughs> so they gave us a month to learn this fucking 198, you know? And it's different than the fucking 105, right? So then that's how we started shooting 198s, man. 
you know, and then the next deployment with the, you know, 277 was triple sevens and shit. Actually, the first deployment was fucking 198. The last one was triple sevens. Orale. We'll get into that some more, dude. But. Oh, yeah. So we weren't getting attacked. We didn't shoot a lot of artillery. I, sh I shot most of my artillery with 277. Oh, no shit. Okay. A lot of my artillery was 277, you know? Fucking A. A lot. We have, uh, I was, uh, what was it? Our second deployment, my second deployment to um, Fob Metterlam. Oh, you were in Metterlam, okay. Yeah, I was with Corbellis and uh, Medina. Okay, okay, okay. Yeah. No, no. no, no. Yeah, because Cabrales was, was Cabrales your chief at the time, right? Yes, Cabrales was my chief, and Medina was the gunner. Okay. Medina was the gunner, man. So uh, we shot a lot of missions there. Um, nighttime missions, you know, a lot of wraparounds we shot, you know? Yeah. Um, Oh, a lot of rap rounds, dude. And uh, was that was on the one nine or eight, or or was that on the one one nine? That was one nine or eight. Oh. That also was one nine or eight. And we also shot the fucking mortars. We were trained to shoot the mortars, so we had a <laughs> we had a Charlie guy come out to teach us how to shoot mortars. So we shot mortars. You know, I mean, it was yeah. fucking great, dude. It was fucking great. So I got to shoot mortars. My first deployment, my second deployment, and my third deployment, and on top of fucking one nine or eights and triple sevens. Now, on your last deployment, though, you uh, you got to be chief, right? My last deployment, I was chief. Yeah, I was chiefing. Yeah. Um, I lost Top Gun uh, during our rotation because fucking I, dude, I knew in the back of my mind it was at my command still, and I still fucking fired when I wasn't supposed to, right? And when I did, dude, because when I did, because I had Edoff, Bruno, Kise, um, Sergeant Enoch, yeah. you know, Fucking Sergeant Ottawa, oh, Ottawa, I can't remember the fucking name, Ottawa or some shit. So we would have fly, we were flying, and we were fucking good, bro. And yeah. then soon as fucking, and, and Smoke the Jesus was, he was the master gunner, right? And he's fucking yeah. Mike Golf, and he's sitting there fucking grading us. And as soon as I fucking, you know, fire mission, let's go, and I'm calling on numbers, okay. And I knew I should have said, you know, um, FPC ready number two. Right. I just went, fire, you know, and fucking they fire, boom, right? And I'm just sitting there, after, I, after he pulled tail, and I just fucking dropped my head because I knew and Mike goes, okay, that's it, that's it, that's it. You know, cease fire, cease fire, cease fire. And I'm just like, fuck, bro. So hey, the peace, face the peace, fall in. <laughs> oh, dude. Right? So fucking when he did that, um, Sergeant Major Mendoza was on the fob at the time. Oh, and oh. he was in our fucking little chill hut. So Deus March orders right over there real quick, right? And I follow right behind them and I knew what happened, but the guys were just excited and you know, hey, fucking uh, uh he goes, hey, uh, he's disqualified, he's disbanded, he he's decertified because he shot out. And you know, Sergeant Major, he's sitting back and he goes, What happened? And I said, Well, it was supposed to be at my command, second round, but I shot it at my own, and I knew as soon as I pulled tail, I was wrong. Yeah, he turned around to my golf. Yeah. He said, he's certified, just leave him alone. And he said, but Sergeant, Ma Sergeant Major, he goes, leave him alone, he's good. And But Mike, you know, Mike Golf said, oh, I can't be in the ran running for fucking Top Gun because I shot out and it wasn't fair. But he goes, you know what, though? He's all, you were on track to be number one on fucking, for yeah. fucking Top Gun. So it was, the hardest part for me was to go out there and tell my guys, I'm the one who fucked up not getting fucking Top Gun. So I told him I went out there and I said, hey, You can always you blame your fucking RTO. <laughs> Dude, that's not what we do, bro. Bro. That's not what we the do. The RTO should have been telling you, it's <laughs> at my command chief. At my command chief. Oh, oh, hold on, man. Hey, God. Dude. What's up, baby? What do you need? Oh. Say hi to Danny. Hi. Hey, how you doing? <laughs> my daughter's crying over there. Oh, Babe, can you help Justin him outside to grab my keys when he's ready? Um, yeah, we could blame the RTO, and you know they should have been on point, but I should have been on point too. You should have. I mean, at the end of the day, yeah. you're the one that yells fire. But my I RTO, my RTO, he knew that if there was any kind of special instructions, he would remind me every five seconds, like clockwork. Yeah. He would tell me, and he did. But the thing though is, mine did. At my command chief, at my command. At my command, chief. Okay, yeah. At, and it was Edoff. He was always on point, man. Edoff. At my command, at my command. You're right. Now, I'm in the fucking thing, going, going, going. I'm like, yeah, fucking fire. Boom. And he goes, chief, at my command. I'm like, you ready? 
All right, hey, hold on. I'm gonna switch cars real quick, okay? You're yeah, gonna come with, you're gonna go for uh, you're gonna go for a walk. All right, no. Yeah, dude. Yeah, hold but, on, baby. Hold yeah, on. Go ahead. And just so, so but, people that are Yeah, you know, fucking uh dude, it was crazy, man, because I knew for a fact that I need my keys, son. I need my keys for the Bluetooth. So for those listening to on the podcast, man, um, on, he's switching vehicles right second, now man. and um get into a different vehicle. And uh yeah. yeah, I mean you guys, I hope you guys are enjoying this. Um God, I can't YouTubers, hear you, man. I got a, if you're watching on YouTube, I know we got a little bit of a lag on there, but I'm telling you, this is one hell of an interesting fucking story so far. I'm with this fucking Bluetooth on, and he's gonna be my fucking chauffeur. Oh, okay. So now we got a chauffeur for him, so he should be able to go ahead and uh be able to pay a little last, more attention. Hang on, give me a second, man. Malfunction. All right, not a problem. Like any fucking 13 Bravo, we fucking suck at combo, so we got to call an FDC cat or some shit because now he's all discombobulated. In the meantime, I'll go ahead and take this time to ask y'all, you know, hey, if you guys are watching this on YouTube, this is your first time around, do me a favor and slap a like on this and uh, <laughs> comment. And do me a favor and no, subscribe, y'all. All right, so now he seems to right. be ready to roll. Let me see, man. Hold on. All right, so we're still waiting for him to be good to go. Give me one second. Yeah, no doubt. Take your time, man. I'm just filling in some space. Okay, we're connected. Uh, know what's going on. We're so, connected. You there? Yeah, well, I hear you. Can you hear me? Yep. Well, you're not on the fucking goddamn thing yet, but it'll hopefully switch over here pretty soon, man. But you can hear me, though, yeah? I hear you coming in broken and unreadable, but fuck it. We can make it happen, Chief. Ah, fuck me, dude. Oh, you're Hold good. On. Just you sure? To the microphone. Oh, well, hang on real quick. Unless we had some kind of motherfucker. It's it's gun line. We have a malfunction. Fucking snap started. Fuck up, Leon. fucking up, dude. <laughs> you know, motherfucker can't get shit right. Can't you get know, right. Be like. now, now I can see why you shot out. Now I can see why you shot out. Oh, <laughs> uh, so, yeah, for the people that are listening once again on the podcast, do me a favor. Make sure you guys get the word out, y'all. You know, start spending it out there. You good? Almost. We're All fucking right. coming up, man. I got, hey, I'm not, I'm not electronically fucking sound with this shit, bro. You know what I mean? Yeah, I got you, man. I know how it is. I, I hate motherfucking goddamn. Uh... Ain't you an electrician, though? Hmm. I, I hate fucking electronics. It never works for me. You know how many laptops I went through? I got like seven in my house that don't work now. <laughs> Stop downloading fucking porn, fool. Dude, <laughs> hey, man, it's all the viruses I got from you, man. Sharing hard drives. <laughs> Come on, brother. Fuck, man. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Um, dude, do you want me to fucking, um, you want me to pause it and then come bring you back on when you're ready? Huh? You want me Where to pause it? Hold on. I almost got the, the auxiliary shit on here. Damn, oh, this fool, he's looking for auxiliary cables. It's not like this motherfucker's like... All right, there we go, man. I can hear you, bro. You got me, fool? Yep, I got you now, loud and clear, man. All right, cool. He's got me. I barely got him, but let's go ahead and make it happen. We're going to make it work, man. That's my son. That's Justin. That's the future of the Army. Oh, actually, he wants to be Navy SEAL, dude, you know? Oh, hey, I heard you really good. I don't know what the fuck you just did, but I heard you really good. Okay, we're good. I leave it like this. No, now you sound like shit again. You sound like you're fucking eating Captain Crunch. That's my son eating Captain Crunch, dude. <laughs> Stay away. Motherfucker, close that thing, Dusty. I told you to get a fucking told you headset with fucking mic. Hey, I ain't got a headset, nigga. I, my money goes to these kids. I'm broke. I got I got holes in my toys, man. I need a fucking uh fund me page. I need a fund me page, bro. <laughs> okay, hey. hey, fool. All so, right, man. Let's go right. back, dude. Let's go back. Where do you want to get on track to? Tommy. All right, so let's go back to fucking um your tour. Uh you did uh over there, you missed fucking your tour, um, and you shot out. But what fob were you at, or what cop were you at? Okay, so that one there was, I was at um, Fob Calagouche in Nuristan province. Okay, I, I was there, wait, no, back out. Yes, third deployment chief in was Fob Calagouche. I was there with Sergeant Whirling in his section with Smoke Thomas. Fucking Remember Thomas, them fools? that's right. Yeah. Hey, I forgot about him. Hey, hey, chief, I like my Malibu room, and I got big, big chief. That's fucking <laughs> old fucking stuff, <laughs> oh, I'm from the Dominican Republic, Chief. That's how he used to talk. Yeah. You know? Hey, he was a great smoke, bro, because 
Let me tell you, man. Fucking so. Bob Calagouche, I was there, my last deployment. But check this. I was at the same spot, my first deployment with the 173rd. Ah. How fucking trippy, right? So right in the middle of our, well, what, what do you do? Fucking nine months we did over there, our last deployment? Yeah, yeah. So probably month three, month four, we got a change order mission to go to Fab um, Bostic at the Kunar province. Because the 377 got blown up. So the Taliban, you know, if you all don't know what happened, the motherfucking Taliban launched RPGs and rockets and hit their ammo container, which yeah, I remember that. they had everything in one container. I got pictures, fool, of, of the aftermath, man. Yeah. And so it, it blew a 20-foot hole in diameter, in foot depth. And they ended, up, they ended up losing, I don't know how many, but it made them mission incapable, right? right. So we had to go over there and take over for them for the last. And yeah. that's where I shot most, the majority of my artillery career rounds over and over and over. Fucking again. Bostic was hot. I mean, that place was fucking Every day, hot. dude, every day between 03 and 06, we would get attacked. Every day. It was just, it was normality for us because that's right. how it was. You know, and the shitty part is, man, is, is you get so accustomed to that. Like, I used to get up, go to the deep rack, get my cup of coffee, come back. And I sit outside, dude, and you there was OPs around the whole perimeter, dude. Yeah. And every day you could hear, you know, who was it? Uh, 112? Is that the, our infantry that we protected? 112, I think? I'm not sure. positive. So, dude, they would fucking get attacked up there every day. So you'd hear mortars, 50 cows, fucking uh, everything go off. And I sit, I remember sitting there going, damn, this is music to my fucking ears, bro. Like, right. I, I enjoy this shit, dude. Oh, yeah. Every, every fucking day. Dude, there's times when we get incoming. And I'd have all my Joes go to the fucking ammo bunker, and I'm the one sitting on the fucking RTO radio outside on the gun, getting pelted with shrap metal because we you could see incoming come in, and we hit the floor, and that motherfucker hit right on the inside or outside of the gun, and Ooh. fucking shrap metal would just hit the fucking the gun, dude. You know, right. get here dinging off and shit. Dude, yeah, and I got my so chief, get in here, chief, get in here. You know, you 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 know, I, I tell them no, motherfuckers. Look, my job is to take care of you. Yeah. Now. You, I'm, I said, I never gave them a lot of direct orders. I said, but this is the direct order you motherfuckers are going to follow because I'll fuck your ass up if you don't. You stay there. This is my job. If I go down, then Sergeant Enoch's next in line. Right. We all did that shit, you know? So back to Smoke Thomas, man. I know I get distracted. A lot of memories, bro. Oh, you good. Then, so when we went through Fob Bostic, I always trained my soldiers to fucking do my position. Everyone, we all knew everybody's position from the lowest right. private up to fucking me. Right? So in case I fell or Enoch fell, someone knew, everyone knew how to do everybody's up around house. So during fire missions, and we shot a lot, I would yell, switch, right in the middle of a fire mission. And everyone would rotate one fucking clockwise, one turn. Nice. So I became the number one man. Yeah. My AG became the gunner. My gunner became the fucking RTO. Like everyone swapped. Right. And smoke, dude, smoke. He didn't give a fuck. I could probably get in trouble. I don't know, an hour later, but fuck it, dude. We never shot out. Exactly. You know, but we had fun. I made it fun. Dude, you were having a Chinese fire drill during fire missions. <laughs> I did, dude. And I, I, dude, I remember one time, I fuck, we, I got switched, and I'm, it was me and the medic, and I can't remember the fucking medic's name that I had. He was, I had him running around with us because he didn't want to be a medic. He wanted to be artillery. He wanted to run around. Right. So we would load rounds on the artillery train. I remember jumping on the trails or the spades, loading the fucking round on there. As I fucking turn, they already had that motherfucker rammed in the breach closed, and I'm running. And as soon as I jump, dude, I literally jump. I saw my feet come up. I jump. Sorry, you yells, fire. Boom. And the trails come back from under me, and I see the spades. Oh, fuck. Come back. And fucking shoot back up. And when I landed, I fucking fell because of the big hole that it dug. Right. Dude, my eyes were big. Smoke goes, "Woo, that was close, Chief. You almost lost your leg." And he starts laughing, dude. You know? Yeah. But I used to do shit like that just to pick up the monotony, man. Just to yeah. make it exciting for the guys. Well, you know, it's, a lot of people think that you know, being out there, it's constant like Vietnam. You're out there in the shit, blah blah blah. But it, it's a lot of boredom. With about, it's about eighty percent boredom with about twenty percent holy fucking shit. You know? Yeah. But other than yeah. that, you either become a fucking weightlifter, a spades master, or Call of Duty fucking <laughs> ranger. 
Fuck no, dude, you do. I mean, how many times everyone go there with the thought I'm a fucking bench press 500 pounds and I'm a, you know, I did. I came back. Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I'm listening to you, fool. You're, okay. You were frozen, brother. Oh, my bad. I just looked. So really I remember my last time I came back, man. Hey, you look sexy, brother, you know? And I remember coming back my last time, dude. I went there at 245 pounds of left for deployment. I was fat. I ate everything. And- <laughs> Because my thing was, is I'm going to ever come home. I'm going to enjoy myself. Exactly. Exactly. I, uh, Sergeant Warnick, man, we busted our God damn back okay. At 190 pounds with a fucking six-pack, man. Yeah, and we're having shitty audio. Oh, shit, did I lose you? Can you hear me? God. Oh, we're in audio trouble. Yeah, we are. You're frozen. You hear me? I hear you, dude. But yeah. yeah. There we go. Now I got you perfect. Okay. I got God damn! Smelling your ass, one of those two. Which one's Cochino, dude? Smelling your ass. What you say about smelling ass? <laughs> <laughs> this fool. God oh, man, damn. we gotta get out of this system, dude. Okay, so check okay, it. Okay, we're almost there. I think. Yeah. I think we're good. So check it. So you ended up. Uh, so we finished that fucking choppy, over there. bro. Can you hear me? Can you hear me now? I can barely. Okay, well, say that again. All right. Can you hear me now? Go ahead. I can hear you. All right. Too easy. Yeah. So, all right. Let's give it a second to make sure everything is jiving. Everything good to go? Yeah, I apologize, fellow man, but my life never stopped, dude. It's all gravy, baby. Son who's on his way to get his motorcycle class, so, you know. Oh, hell yeah, man. We'll <laughs> jump into some motorcycles here in a second. So, when you got back... um. You, we ended up coming back in um, at the end of 2012, and we lost him, and he's back. There you are. Can you hear me? Ching out. Oh, man. Can you hear me? Podcast listeners, I apologize. This fool. Are you there? I'm here. I can see okay. you and hear you. There, now I can hear you. Can you hear me? Can you see me? This is what happens when you live in central fucking California. God damn. Hey, fuck, don't talk that shit. Yeah, I'm from, I'm from SoCal, not fucking central Cal or NorCal. I can't hear you. Is that what they call you? <laughs> you know it, baby. That's another. That's another story for another day, baby. <laughs> but oh yeah. You want to pick up what? Brought, hey, exactly. So are you and Rudy talking, man. You know he's from Oxnard, dude. You guys are all Sorenos, dude. Yeah. <laughs> so when you got back from fucking our deployment, what uh, what, what was your next step from there? So, okay, in the middle of my last deployment, I I was up for reenlistment. Right. Um, I was gonna be getting my um, first look in that January of 2000 and whatever we came back. I can't remember. Mm-hmm. 12, 13, something yeah. like that. No, yeah. 12. Um, so I had it in my mind that I was gonna reenlist and I was gonna. I wanted to go to Fort Bragg, North Carolina, go see some old buddies, jump again, this and that. Okay. So in the middle of my deployment, you know, I would always call my kids. God dog, it would lost his audio again. I go, um, you know, hey, dad's up free in Lisbon. God damn it, he's muted now. What the fuck? Hey, you know what, everybody, I'm gonna put you on a quick pause until I get him back. Fine, go ahead, man. We gotta chop it up. Okay, too easy. So we're back on recording. We were having some technical audio issues. All right, let's go home. All right, so middle of my last deployment in, at Bob Bostick, I was with uh, Sergeant Hanson. Remember old Hanson? Yep. You know, he was he was our gunny and shit. So um, I called my kid and said, hey, I'm going to go to Fort Benny. I'm up for reenlistment. I'm going to stay. I was getting going to have my first look at that following January. And they said, you know, I could tell in their voice, okay, Dad, um, you know, do what you want. And, okay. So when I called them again a couple of days, you know, a couple of days later, a week later, do you remember when I called you guys again? No. No. Um, they said, Dad, you know, we want to talk to you before, you know, we start talking. And they all just basically said, Dad, it's time for you to come home. You've been gone so long. You know, you need to come home, and that was it, bro. So that was the the start of my end of my army career because uh, the kids wanted me home. So when I got back, 
my main focus was now, um, because two deployments passed, I never got mental health, man. I never got help. Um, it was always like, hey, don't say nothing. You don't tell me don't drink, even though you're a fucking lush. You know, it, it was kind of like, it's going to hurt your career. You know, shit like that. I'm sure a lot of people have heard that shit over the years, man, you know? Yep. So I made it a point to get help because I didn't want my kids to see me fucked up or drunk or anything. Right. So when I came back, straight to mental health, man. Went through, what was that shit we go through? Fucking R SRP or whatever the fuck right. it is when we read a book. Right. Right? And then I, let me see the provider. And yeah, I'm a drunk. I fucking drink a lot. I have bad nightmares. They put me on fucking medication, which fucked me up, dude. Some Ramron and Lexapro. Um, oh, yeah, I got some stories about that shit, too, man. Made me the person I whole fucking eight years I did. I missed the formation. I missed the formation, bro, you know? But um, I made it a point to not drink until I got my shit straight. So right. I didn't drink for a year and a half when I came back. Um, I focused on getting my mind right to make sure I was okay for myself to come home for my kids. Okay. And when we used to always go to people's houses and party and shit, I would go barbecue and eat. When everyone started drinking, I would leave. I would, hey, see, that, everyone knew that I didn't drink, that I was, I was not going to drink until I got my shit right. So uh, everybody was cool yeah. with that. Yeah. You know, Medina's, fucking um, Scabbits, you name it, you know, fucking everybody. Oh, so I, I mean, just, anytime we hung out together, there was fucking alcohol flowing. Especially, dude, all we did was drink, dude. Weren't you there for that fucking Super Bowl where the Niners won it? And my old lady got fucking hammered, trashed, and threw up in front of Medina's house. Were you there for that? Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. We all <laughs> did, dude. Man, I got a story about that fool, too. And his wife, Crystal, passed out, almost passed out drinking moonshine and shit, dude. <laughs> you know? <laughs> fucking A, dude. No, but yeah, man, like fucking. So that was, you know, I got my mental health, man. You know, started taking care of myself. And then fucking all of a sudden, man, they took my section from me. And put me up at school's NCO, up at the fucking battalion. Oh, that's so, Yeah, that's... So I was there for the last six months. School's NCO. Yeah. Hey, dude, and uh, I don't know if you pushed the button again, but you're muted again. Stop calling me. You know, these travel forms and travel pay from everyone from fucking Lieutenant Graves to the XO to everybody, right? Yeah. And then I remember fucking uh, Edoff, uh, my whole section came up to me <laughs> straight. My whole section came up to me saying, hey, uh, Chief, you know, man, why can't you just stay in and re-enlist, man? We, you know, we want you. We miss you. This right. other chief don't shit. We know more than this chief. All I said was, man, look, bro. I said, I taught you guys what I taught you and how I taught you. Now it's your turn to be professional enough and show this guy with tact. Exactly. What's going on? You know, that, that defines you as who you are. Oh, yeah. You know, just because someone else don't, because you know more than him doesn't make you guys any less better you teach you him now took you over your section? who took over your section i can't remember some guy from fort campbell he was a roper man fucking aerosol i don't know who he was bro mm. i never met the guy so i don't know they stuck me up on fucking in uh school battalion and that was it man we kind of like cross paths i never met him dude oh really so tell me about so, uh yeah, so, you getting know, out um when you were coming when you finally came out you know you did a cap obviously like we all did right yeah did you yep. find that to be any help for you on your way out? Dude, the only thing that benefited me through ACAP was writing a perfect resume. I'll give him that. Okay. Other than that, ACAP didn't do shit for me, man. You know? Yeah. I tried to do the shit, the ACAP, follow the steps, bro, but I don't know if it was fucking people scared of soldiers coming out, getting out and going into civilian world and worried about this whole – PTSD shit and they're gonna come ape shit and fucking start blowing up the whole fucking place. Right. I don't know. I only can assume my experience isn't with it. When I came back home, remind you, man, my brothers were living my brothers, my my kids were living in Sacramento. Okay. I didn't know where to go when I came home. I was homeless. My the woman I was married to, it didn't work. We fucking split. Mm -hmm. Um my mom and brother were in, in fucking uh, the Bay Area, you know, two hours, two and a half hours from Sacramento. Okay. So I had nowhere to go. I was like a fucking 40-year-old, 18-year-old kid living, leaving his mom's house for the first time. Jesus. You know, so I made every effort to get a job up there in Sacramento next to my kids. And every place I hired, I warehouse, Coca-Cola warehouse, Pepsi warehouse, Safeway warehouse. You name it, I applied. And they all said, uh, it's too soon. Not yet. They wouldn't say, oh, because they were scared of PTSD because that'd be fucking uh, boy, uh, Discrimination. You know, breaking some laws and shit. You know what I mean? So I got the hint, bro. You know what I mean? 
So, dude, it was rough for me getting out, man. Uh, How did transition. you handle that? Huh? How did you handle it? <laughs> Honestly, I fell back into drugs again. Okay, um, see, and that's that, what I wanted to touch on because, um, you know, a lot of a lot of people they they think it's an easy transition. So for some people, it's it's good, and they have an easy transition. But that's yeah. not everybody. You know what I'm saying? No, some man, people, it's not. And you know, sometimes we fall back into the past that we were in before. So yeah, yeah. if you, if you don't mind, if you want to share a little bit of that. No, dude. I, hey, maybe this could help somebody too. You know what I'm saying? Um, so I even contemplated suicide when I came back. Um, I don't know if you knew that or not, but I, told you, I tell my kids a lot of shit, man. Yeah. I, I tell them everything about the drugs, and they, they know everything about my past. And I try to be upfront and honest with all my kids. But coming back, man, um, it was a fight. Not just trying to reintegrate into society, but trying to see my kids uh, because of my ex. And that's another subject, bro. But, you know, coming back, not having a job, not knowing hire me. I lost my truck that I bought from deployment because I wasn't working and I made payments. So I had to surrender my truck. Damn. And for me, it just felt like things were just going downhill. Not having a sense of uh, duty and a sense of um, honor or a sense of, um, you know, leadership for anything. Purpose. Just, I wasn't important purpose. anymore. Right. A sense of purpose. I wasn't important anymore. To me, it's like my, my, my fucking Al Bundy glory days were yeah. gone because the army's over for me now. And that's where I felt normal. You know what I mean? I was important. I was somebody. Now I didn't, I was alone with nothing besides, and I'm not taking away. My kids were there, but they were young. Right. Did I lose you again? No, uh, you got me, brother. I mean, you kind of chopped up here. I mean, it was going great. You're frozen. Okay. You're good. Okay. So, you know, it, it sucked for me, man, because then, and this is why I get pissed on myself, man, because, I played the whole poor me, whoa, whoa card shit because I didn't have to go down the drugs. But, dude, not to me, it was like a sorrow, pity sorrow. I found an easy way to slip into a hole to try to cover up what I was feeling, cover up the hurt, the numb, just to make it all numb. You know what I mean? And, dude, one day, man, I just – that I had to have an awakening because I already had my kids taken from me once. I kicked out my ex-wife I told you about, right, in the military in the beginning. Right. And I couldn't have that again, dude. You know, so I had to fucking snap out of it and stop playing and feeling sorry for myself. You know, straight up. Dude, that's all I was doing was feeling sorry for myself because I told myself I was better than that. Yeah. If I accomplished this shit before and went through what I did, you know, why am I going to contemplate suicide and take the, and do fall back in the same pattern when right. I climbed out of a hole to climb back right into a fucking hole? That's just, to me, that was a pity party in my eyes. You know what? And that, that's fucking, that's just a testament to the type of person you are. If you think about it, you're joining the military at a fucking late age. You go through some fucking physical training that leads you to airborne, which is, you know, you know, that's a, that's a high speed type shit to do. And then you're in a high speed fucking unit. So I, I get it. Now you get come back to civilian world and it's like, fuck, I did all that, accomplished all that. Now that means shit out here. You know what I mean? Your yeah, ERB yeah. is spotless while you're in the military because that's what speaks for you. But out here, yeah. that means jack shit, you know? So that's just, like, that's, a, that's just toilet paper to people, you know what I mean? You know, but it, it, it doesn't tough. mean nothing, man. And it's good, though, that you were able to dig yourself out of that fucking rut that you were in, you know? I, mean, I didn't want to be one of those statistics, man, you know, because I, I see a lot of people going on that road. I, and I couldn't do that to my fucking kids, you know? Um, you know, there's just no fucking way. My kids have always been there, especially my son here who's sitting right next to me, Justin. He's been, uh, uh, I always tell him, we joke, a pimple on my ass since he was born because, you know, I, I was the one when he was born who always got up with him and, and fed him his bottle at night, not yeah. his mom. His mom slept. I got up for work. So we always had this bond real close to one another that, I mean, I love all my kids. I got, you know, right. I got, for my first wife, I got three kids. I got two boys and a girl. Mm -hmm. My previous marriage, I have another little girl, you know, coming out 42 43 years old, having another daughter, dude, you know, like, what the fuck? God, you know, damn my son telling me, dad, what the fuck were you thinking, dude? You know, <laughs> <You're> <laughs> but living I've always had a life. <laughs> yeah, dude. I ain't. And she's a fucking hellion. That's, that's a whole fucking episode for on the gun line. If y'all want to know what four year old devils are like, bro, you know, <laughs> I'm not lying, dude. That's why you think I'm gray, man. You know, fucking she put all these fucking. You're gray Cause you're old, man. <laughs> You're old, fool. I am great because I'm. Hey, at least I ain't got no grave on my webbles yet, bro. Okay. <laughs> fool, you gotta have hair. I lose you. 
<laughs> hey, I still shave, dog, even though I'm 47. <laughs> You're 47 now? You know. Yeah, I'm four, I'm 47 years old. I've been out going on seven years now, man. I've been out. Yeah, 47, dude. Yeah, I got out five years ago. Um, and, you know, luckily I was able to, you know, I think what fucked it up a lot too, maybe for you, was um, not having that support system. Porque I, I wanted to touch on this, like, for, for a while, you went MIA, at least on my on my end. I didn't hear from Did you. I went to MIA on everybody's end, dude. I, I had I had uh Mendenhall, Cabrales, and Medina call my ex-wife looking for me because they thought I was dead. They thought something happened to me. Okay. Because I didn't speak to anybody for dude three years, four years, I didn't speak to nobody, man. Wow. I went straight MIA from everybody, dude. You now, know, was that and, during the time that you were fucking going through your struggles or when you were recovering, uh, when I came, I came out 2014. Uh, so 14, 15. Well, I would say three years. Uh, well, four, about two years. You know, two and a half years. I didn't talk to nobody. And that was when I was going through my struggles, trying to get on my feet. You know, getting a job, not making no fucking money, going through the court battles with my ex-wife because of the kids and because of the money. Yeah. And uh, it was just never ending, and it was a lot, and it was stressful, man. And you know, honestly, I think things would have been better for me if I would have reached out and had that fucking brother that, you know, that brother connection that we had and just the talking and just shit that we used to, you know what I mean? Yeah, because when you're alone, sure. you have nobody. You, you, I put myself in that position, you know, but us as veterans, man, we're brothers. No matter what people will tell us straight up, you're fucking wrong or you're fucking right. You know what I mean? That's yep. what we need in life, man. Because if you're fucking up, I would expect you, and everybody else would tell me, Dave, you're fucking up, dude. What the fuck's your problem? Exactly. You know, or, hey, man, you know, pick yourself up. Get your fucking head up, dude. Because sometimes, blunt and straightforward. What do these always say? Hey, are you going to kill yourself, man? Do you feel like killing yourself? That whole suicide shit? Yep. It's that blunt shit, bro, you know? Well, you know, that, though, I mean, foot. It, not only will we fucking kick you in the ass, but we'll help you up. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, exactly. But sometimes exactly, our man. own pride, it's sometimes our own pride, though, that keeps yeah. us from reaching out. You know, like, yep. man, I don't want them to see me this way. You know, I don't want to fucking yeah. to know the way I'm doing right now. You know what I'm saying? So it's kind of like a double-edged sword on that end. Our pride. It is, because we, we have, like me, man, I have, I have this image in my head of everybody I serve with, right? Like you, Medina, Cabrales, even from the guys from the 173rd, man. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I'm sure everyone has an image of me. But in reality, man, life is, is who we are as a person. And it, we change, you know, physically, mentally emotionally and all we can count on is one another who's been there through everything and who understands whether it's a Vietnam veteran because we all relate World War II veteran we all relate and if the time came if we were able to Civil War veterans we would all relate because everyone relates fucking the military dude we all just have that fucking you know how many times I've met a, a, a army or a, a Vietnam veteran and when they found out I was an Afghanistan veteran, dude, their whole demeanor just went, they felt so at ease and so relaxed and they opened up and they started talking and it's like, they just had diary of the mouth because I was their therapist and they just let everything fucking loose, dude. Yep. Every time, bro. I can't count how many times that happened. Because it, it's, it's difficult to find somebody in the civilian sector that can relate to us, the way we shoot the yeah. shit, the way we talk to each other. You know, I always bring up this um, this, this time I went to the VA over here in, um, in San Antonio, and um, I've been having my issues, you know, readjusting to the civilian world. And yeah. um, But when I went to the VA, I went to the smoke shack, and, you know, there were some other guys right there, and I was wearing my old man hat, you know, with the veteran of, you know, whatever, whatever. Yeah, I got one of those, too. Rank. Yeah, and on the back, <laughs> it has my rank. It has staff sergeant. So, you know, the guy was like, hey, what's going on, Staff Sergeant? And then we just started just shooting the shit, dude. Just, yeah. like, I never met this dude, but I felt like a connection with him. You know what I'm you saying? You have one, dude. And yeah. It's fucking unbelievable that, you know, civilians, I really feel sorry for them because they'll never know what that experience is. No. How it's, it's I haven't a talked with you like this in about five fucking years, six years, I haven't talked to you like this. You know what I'm saying? But we No, but we, we like, were chatting like it was yesterday. Exactly, dude. Exactly, and that's that brother. Chat like it was yesterday, broken. man. And that's what everybody, bro. Yep. That's everybody, man. Like I talked to Medina uh, actually today, you know, and the, I, when I talked to Rudy, it was uh, when he gave me his number. It was like we talked, you know. Yeah. It's just, it's one of those. It's hard to explain, man, for people to understand unless you've been there. Right. You know, it just we we've had each other's back 
no matter what it was it related military related or, or civilian related you yeah. know for us we've always had each other's back we're never one to judge but we will tell you fucking right and wrong yeah yeah i mean you might not like what you're gonna hear but god damn it you need to hear it for a reason you know what i'm exactly. saying exactly and tough, again, a tough love or some shit like that yeah. you know we might kick you in the ass, but at the same time, yeah. sana sana culito de rana afterwards. See, I, I know, I know, I, I feel you, bro. You know, you know and, and I, I, I try to tell my kids the same shit, and I try to share all my before I never shared stories. And right. my son now, you know, he's older, and what they got a few years back, they they never really understood why I was gone or what the military is about, and right. they just knew dad was gone. And now I share stories, and they know what's going on. Like, you know, for fucking, you know, like what was it? Fourth of July, like I don't like loud bangs, dude. Like I know people can face them, bro. And I heard your podcast, you and other people, and fuck you, guys. You know, hey, oh, don't tell me you're that one fucking fag. That no, no, dude. Hey, no, listen, man. I'm okay with shit. Fucking, I'm facing it, bro. But yeah. if it's that one that happens right behind you that you don't fucking know, because whether you know or not, dude, we used to get, hey, we used to get blown up and fucking shot at every day at Bostic, dude. Like. It didn't matter, dude. Okay, for me. Yeah. My second appointment, walking, fucking um, can't remember the FTC fucking cat we were with that time, but uh, we we're at Five Caligus, man, and all of a sudden I'm walking by the fucking HLZ and I'm going through these B huts. Yeah. And all of a sudden I just hear fucking the incoming of a fucking whistle, right? You know. So Don't I hit the hit fucking me. floor, dog. I hit the fucking floor, right? And this thing's getting louder and yeah. louder and closer, and I'm, dude. I literally said. Fuck, I'm gonna die. My asshole's puckered up. I'm that's it. I'm gonna fucking die. Today's the day this motherfucker got me. And I'm so worried of the son of a bitch, dude. Fuck you, motherfuckers. I hope you die. And then all of a sudden, dude, this motherfucker rocket is went boom, right? Yeah. Well, what happened is that rocket landed. Luckily, I was on the side of one of those jersey barriers, 15-foot jersey barrier they put up. That fucker hit the church that we built that was right on the other side, which was probably five feet from me, bro. God. Okay, and my ears were bleeding. And ringing, that's why I'm, I'm partially deaf in one ear, because they blew my eardrum. Oh, that right? Is. So, for me, those big bangs brings off shit. Okay. It ain't the little pop, 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 pop. Hey, fuck you, cabron, dude. I mean, don't get, me, don't get it twisted. There are some times that I'll hear something, and it'll be yeah. like, oh, shit, you know? And Oh, see? But, but you got the twitch. Okay, yeah, <laughs> trust me. But I'm not going to be, like, hiding in the corner. You know what I'm saying? I'm not going to be hiding no, in the no, corner. No, no, like no, no. I don't hide in the corner. Hey, <laughs> like, I don't hide yeah. in the corner. But, yeah. but, but my son did, man, because I have a hearing aid, right? So I had to take it out. And he gave me his fucking noise. Because, dude, the last two fucking uh, fours, I, I, don't, I, didn't go, I don't go outside. I don't like yeah. I don't care for fireworks anyways, man. Exactly. You know? Gotcha. But, and okay. so my son gave me this. You don't ruin it for anybody else, though, right? No, no. Okay. So put it like this. This year, this year, you know, I had my family's out there, my kids, and my little daughter, and my son, and we bought a shitload of fireworks. So he goes, Dad, here, put these on. They're noise canceling headphones. So I put these noise canceling headphones on and I put my music yeah. on my phone. And, you know, I had it in my pocket. I got my fucking cowboy boots and my shorts. And I'm fucking out there dancing and shit, dude. You know, <laughs> you know, fucking lighting up fireworks. But I was okay, man, because I get I got to be there to see my kids and my family enjoy Fourth of July without me being assigned like a little bitch. You yeah. know what I mean? It's I got your pimp. So he helped me. Do, he helped me do things and fucking like that. You know? That's awesome, man. That is good shit. I would love to imagine. I got this visual right now of you in shorts and cowboy boots. And it's not very fucking. <laughs> hey, uh, I got a picture of me in cowboy boots, a cowboy hat, and a fucking g-string on when I was younger, bro. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta see Happy that one, baby. G-string, dude. I'm gonna give it to you. You can post it up on your on the gun line too. <laughs> I will, fool. I will. <laughs> hey, I know. Hold on one. Um, hold on one second. When we go right, it's gonna be the first left on the on the front of the road, Okay. Oh man. So yeah, man. So. I don't know, man. Fucking, uh, but yeah, it's dude, been I mean, crazy. So, huh? I mean, so you had your struggles on the way out here, and yeah. how did you overcome your demons then? Uh, you know, having my kids and my daughter, man, just reality hit me in the face that it could be taken again. Now, honestly, that's what it was. Like, do I want to go back down that road and be alone again, or do I want a family and live life? Right. You stop playing the fucking poor me card. And it, you and fuck you. I, you know, I just got in my own head. You know, you're a pussy. You're a bitch. You. You're weak, and because it's easy to fucking take the easy way out, man. Like right. someone killing themselves. I know people got fucking problems, bro, but 
to me, when you shoot yourself and don't deal with them, then you're taking the easy way out. But I get everyone's different. You know, I've had friends who killed themselves. I've been there, you know, but I'm not taking the easy way out no more because then I could show my kids that you can overcome anything. No, I if mean, you really wanted to, you can overcome anything. That's facts, man. That's fucking facts. Cause um, I almost suck started my M4 when we were in fucking um, in Afghanistan. I, was I, I, I remember you, I think you told me, or I think Medina told me that you were having a really hard time. I was, I was having, having a real fucking yeah. hard time. And he goes, and he told me, this bottle man almost sucked the fucking bottom of his barrel, dude. And I said, what? I said, Danny? Yeah. He dude. said, yeah. And I said, no. And he goes, yeah, dude, he's really fucking. I remember I saw you, I think when we were at fucking Jaff. I came into Jaff to deliver some piss one time, dude. And you were on oh. that fucking night guard shit. Yeah, dude. That shit was and I remember you weren't looking the same, bro. You know, bro. you weren't the same Danny that I knew. Was, I mean, fuck, dude. They had me in a fucking A-lock all night by my fucking self. Nothing to do, yeah. bro. So all I could do was just think, 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 think. You start thinking crazy shit. Dumb shit, you know, and then my old deployments come into it. And then it's fucking, next thing I know, it's like, why the fuck am I doing this? And then I'm telling you, dude, I started doing inspection arms to keep myself busy. Because one thing I learned that the idle mind is the devil's playground. If you don't keep this motherfucker busy, it's going to lead you into fucking trouble, dude. Yeah. You know, yeah, so the mind's a powerful thing, man. It could be good and bad. And if you oh, let it get a hold of you, it, it'll make things fucking worse for you, man. You know, it's, it'll play some fucking tricks on you, bro. Big time. You know, and that's kind of one of the reasons that this podcast, I've been enjoying this shit. Because honestly, yeah. dude, I swear to you, it's been like a fucking therapeutic session for me. Oh, you, 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 you have an idea, man, because when you reached out to me, what, a month, a couple months ago about the podcast, and I talked to you prior, but, right, you know, um, dude, I've been listening to the podcast on, a, on almost a daily or, or weekly on it. And, dude, I'll tell you, man, I'm go this way right here. And then we can go inside and check. And then, um, dude, to me, dude, it started bringing back memories and, and answering questions. And honestly... Dude, bringing me down, like, not so excited or hyper or some shit. Like, I just felt calm. Because, right. you know, I'm laughing at the at the guys that I know and the people I don't know. And just hearing them fucking, dude, it, it was, it's therapeutic, man. It you is. know, really therapeutic. And I appreciate you listening to it, man. It's been fun. Oh, of course. I even got uh, a couple buddies that are veterans, you know, that I told you about. They're not even artillery. They, they ain't even been when we were. They were in way before us, dude, but yeah. retired. And yeah, the Blue Falcon, yeah. sure, when I was telling you about, dude, and they listen to it and they're like, dude, this is so fucking therapeutic, man. You know that I'm just enjoying it. Hold on one second. Go yeah. inside, tell them right here. And if we need me to sign the paper, I'll come and come get me. Um <laughs> You doing some but drug yeah, dude, it's been so what's up? You got me at a place doing some drug deals right now and shit. <laughs> oh yeah, dude. We got drug hey, what's up, man? Fucking drug deals, man. You know, fucking look at like a what's up? Uh, uh. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you know me, man. I always like to have fun. Yeah. You know. Man. You have to have fun, bro, because it's just, life's too short, man. So, wait. Oh, he's going to the motorcycle fucking safety course, right? Yeah. Let me let me go back. I can hear you. Yeah, my son's 17, man. Got his license a year ago. Um, and he's determined to get a, a motorcycle. So, I told him, Dude, okay. Do you have a veteran ID card or no? Yeah. Which one do you have? The one from the VA hospital. Okay. I don't know if they'll accept that one, but they do discounts. <laughs> For that shit, um, but I'm not sure. How much is he paying for his? Well, he's paying. Uh, it was two ninety for him for three days. Right. And usually it's three fifty. Yeah, cause I, when I went through it, they gave it to me for ninety nine dollars, fool. Man, they will only give it for me, not for him though. Veterans only. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So what kind of bikes he getting? He wants one of them fucking Kawasaki six hundred, six fifty Rice Rocket motherfucking. What the fuck? I do, man. dude. Dude, Sometimes you, I think he's fucking Jotito, man. I swear, you know, the shit he fucking does, dude. Dude, so the only fag allowed is you. And that's because you're a field <laughs> artillery guy. All right? Right? Fag, field <laughs> artillery guy. No, nah, dude, I'm buddy, bro. you ride or no? Yeah, I ride. What kind of snow shit? Yeah, I, I got rid of my bike. I'm going to get another one here after because I just bought a house. Yeah. So we're right. waiting for escrow to close and shit and all the toys. I, we sold shit, you know, but yeah. I used to ride a, a, a road king, early road king. Nice. Very nice. You okay. know, so, I, I, you know, when time gets, when time's right, you know, I'll and get money. another one. And money's right because yeah. those motherfuckers are expensive. Yeah. But, but aside of scale, one thing I did learn, bro, uh, when I bought my motorcycle, 
that's one of the best therapies there is out there, bro. Just yeah. two wheel therapy out in the wind. Dude, I used to ride in, in, in Carson, man. Oh, no um, I used to fucking, uh, I used to take bikes, me and Cummins, we used to go and ride. Did I borrow a bike, go fucking for a ride down 20 or whatever that was and fucking, uh, the hell is that fucking, you know, Metal Muffins is? What's that fucking town over there called? Metal Muffins is a bar, dude. That's no, Metal no Muffins. What fucking the fuck pussy, is dude. that? Metal Muffins. You Metal sure Muffins is a bar downtown food? Colorado Springs, dude. <laughs> I don't know. That's where, hey, that's where Smoke Thomas was doing his fucking little fucking, I'm a stripper dance pole dance, dude, you know? Motherfucker dropping it like it was hot, dude. I said, I never seen a big black man drop it like it was hot, dude. Oh, come. Is that motherfucker, man? Sometimes I couldn't understand a word he was saying, bro. Oh, yeah, that deep but ass accent, especially when he drank. Hey, Chief, I'm from the Dominican Republic, man. You know? <laughs> hey, we used to always say, Smoke, how big's your dick, dude? Oh, stop it, guys. My brother got the biggest dick because he would jump in the water and you would hear two splashes one him, then one his dick. <laughs> Dude, you know what's fucked up? I wonder if he could even do that shit now the way the army is, bro. Can you imagine no, I, that? Dude, dude, probably not. You know, it was different from when we were in. And it ain't that long ago, man. Not even that long ago. You know, ago. I talked to Medina. Medina, he's, you know, he, he's a sergeant first class. And he's, you know, yeah. he's like, dude, it's not even the same anymore, man. He said, hey, he said fucking Cabrales made the uh, E8 list. E8 list, yeah. Yeah. I just talked to Cabrales. I was talking with him just earlier. I tried to get a hold of Medina, uh, but he was in Germany. And the thing is, yeah, he's mean, back I, now, man. He's back now. I want to get him on here, but I can't, dude, because you know how we talk and act. I don't want to get them in trouble. You know what I'm saying? That's yeah, no, I, 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 I feel you, man. You know, they're senior NCOs, and they'll get in trouble from the shit we say. You know, exactly. So th there's no filter there. <laughs> yeah. And I don't want shit to pop up and get them in trouble from the past, you know? I mean, right. who knows? It can't happen, man. There could be I some do. kind of a fucking investigation going on, and all of a sudden, that they think we're dead, and all of a sudden, hey, wait, well, time out. What the fuck is here two and two, you know? Dude, can you imagine? I mean, I, I only think about, like, if we were still in, probably would have been kicked out by now because I'm a toxic leader, you know, because of... Sometimes you got to put your hands on some kids. You know what I'm saying? Dude, hey, just like Rudy. That motherfucker, did he tell you when he fucking 550 quarter to his fucking guys to him like ducks to his body? No. Nah, we <laughs> our last deployment, we were all at the fucking, I don't know what you call the A-Doc or whatever, where we go to go fucking ready to fly out and shit, right? And he couldn't find one of his soldiers. They were sleeping under, a, they fell asleep underneath the stairwell. So he was so fucking pissed. He got so fucking pissed. He took 550 cord and 550 quarter around each and every one of his soldiers' waist, and then tied it to his belt loop. And he would walk around the motherfucker, and they're like ducks in a line, bro. Hey, you know what? That's good fucking training. Fucking right? dummy cord. Dummy fucking cord. Bro, Dude. what did you do when you lost a fucking rifle out in the field? You dummy corded that shit, you know what Exactly, I'm hold on real quick, buddy. What's that stuff for you sign? Yeah. Okay, let's go, hey. when you're gonna come in with me and sign. Hey, dude, well, you know what? I, I'm checking out, man. We're out already at about an hour, fool. Already? And, yeah, man. Hey, you better have me on again, bro. Fucking A, I will. I so let's end this shit on a good note before we call it out, man. You got any shout-outs you want to give? I got a shout-out to you. I miss you, motherfucker. I got to – okay, so if you guys are ever here in California, Northern California, man, you come out this way, man, and my buddy owns a bar called Hops Hop Yard, man. It's out here in, in up in the – in the up here in uh, California, man. Hey, free drinks for veterans, bro. He's a good friend, known him since I was like 13 years old. That's another story I could tell you how we met. Damn. But hey, he's a big supporter, man. And hey, just come out this way. You know what I mean? I got to send you a shirt. I have a shirt for you from him too, bro. All right. That sounds like a plan, dude. Hey, man, I really want to thank you for being here, dude. I mean, we could definitely go another fucking half hour. I could go another five hours, bro. Trust I know. Me. But we got to make, we got to leave space for more. You know dude, what I'm saying? I got a whole lifetime for more, dog. Well, I know you do. Well, well I'm, hey, I'm, you, you have me on and schedule me again because, hey, I'm always down, man. You know, maybe maybe after this whole fucking corona fucking lemon virus going on, <laughs> hey, maybe we all can meet up in a, in a – a lot of us can meet up in a fucking, uh, a, a, you know, a common area we could fly to and just have dude, a, on the gun line shoot awesome. the shit right there. Dude, that would be fucking awesome, bro. I mean, in theory. But we got to fucking uh, – imagine we got to beat the virus first. Well, then. fuck the virus, but we'll beat the virus. <laughs> I got a fucking message, pinchy virus. Check it out, fool. As many shots and injections the army has given us, we're immune to that coronavirus. I know, right? I got, I got. What was that vaccine? The anthrax vaccine. I got like seven fucking punctures of that shit, dude. You know? Fucking a. 
Fuck your name. Hey, so let's end this kind of good tight, man. And then I promise you, next time, brother, I'll be sitting still and you can see me and hear me. I might even fly out there, man, when the shit's over and be right with you, bro. Hey, you come over here. My house is always open, brother. And you're always welcome to mine, man. Any of my brothers are welcome at my house anytime. I appreciate it, man. Well, with that being said, uh, I thank you again for being here on the gun line, shooting the shit with us. Make sure you uh, tell those guys, man, if they want to come in, um, and shoot the shit with me, you got my email. Oh, uh, I will, I dude. They up. will. Definitely. Um, and for all the listeners out there, thanks a lot for uh, shooting the shit here with me and Leon. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Make sure you fucking share it. And uh, yeah, man, with that being said, it's been a pleasure, brother. You be safe out there. Hey, Love you too, man. All Thank right, you man. for having me on, brother. It was good to see you, man. Hey, you yeah. look a little chonchito like me, though. I got to say that, dog. Bro, I'm at 245 pounds right now, bro. Hey, I'm at 60 pounds, dude. Trust me, man. Fat boy, dude. Hey, that's called hey, good but I still, though, I, I still wear West Coast dance. <laughs> Gotta have the pinkies out, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, boo. Round's complete. Right. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers.